don't we lift up our hands and just thank God for the word tonight. Father, we just praise you and we thank you right now for your wonderful, powerful word. I thank you that there's an anointing on your word. You sent your word and you healed us. There's an anointing to heal. There's an anointing to deliver. There's an anointing to set free. There's an anointing for mind renewal upon the word. There's an anointing to bring faith to our hearts. And so we just praise you tonight for what the word of God has done in our life. We're so grateful for everything we've ever learned, for every truth we've ever seen. We know that it's because of your goodness that we were even able to comprehend it. It's by the Holy Spirit's work that we're even able to understand it. And so we thank you tonight that he's here. The great teacher is in this place and that he will make known to our hearts the things that we need to see. We thank you for a spirit of seeing and knowing upon this church. We thank you for a spirit of revelation and a spirit of wisdom upon this church. And we give you all the glory for it in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said amen, amen, amen. Go with me, if you would, over to 1 Peter chapter 1. I tell you, I'm so grateful for the word. I was, I was um, you know, reading that scripture the other day where it talks about how God always makes a way of escape. You know, and I was thinking, you know, the word is our way of escape from the trouble that we see in the world around us. You know, it feels like it's just encroaching in sometimes and, and people are just yelling this and yelling that. You know, if, we, if somebody stood up in here, and I hope you don't, but if somebody just stood up and yelled fire, you know, what would we want to do? We would want to get out of here. We would look for the nearest exit to escape the room. Well, you know, that's what's happening in the world. You know, the world is speaking loud. You know, things like sickness and, and death and, and curse and lack. And, and people don't know really what to do. They just want to run. They just want to run and escape it somehow. They escape it with, you know, alcohol, drugs. They escape it. You know, people move out of California. Because they're trying to escape something. But listen, the way we escape is by getting right here in this book and finding the promises of God to us and believing them. Our way of escape is believing the word of God. Hallelujah. So no matter what they're saying, the way out is right here. Glory to God. Isn't that good? I tell you, the word is so powerful in our lives, and I just love it that we're here tonight to get some more of it. Amen. Praise God. First Peter chapter 1, and we're going to start reading in, um, in verse 3. We'll read First Peter 1, 3 through 6. It says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an, a her, an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled 
and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time wherein ye greatly rejoice thou now for a season if need be ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations now i'm going to read this out of the new living translation we can uh, put that up on the screen it says all praise to god the father of our lord jesus christ it is by his great mercy that we have been born again hallelujah because god raised jesus christ from the dead now we live with great expectation Amen. and we have a priceless inheritance an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay and through your faith God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see so be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead even though you must endure many trials for a little while hallelujah so listen we have some wonderful things ahead of us you know i'm you know, as raised Pentecostal, and I mean, we, we talked about those things all the time. Preached about what's in front of us all the time, and sang about it, and shouted about it, and all of that. Almost to the point to where you hated being where you were. You know, we had songs like, everybody will be happy over there. Ain't nobody happy here, but we'll all be happy over there. Well, that's not true. Amen? We should rejoice over what's ahead. We should look forward to what's in front of us. But I'm going to tell you there's a space and time where we're at, and we're right here. We're right here. And, and you want to know what's happening right here? It's this part right here. In verse 5, and through your faith, God is protecting you by his power. See, we need to know and to be able to define our faith and our expectation in God for today. You know what I'm saying? His power is with you today working to keep you working to protect you working to guard you hallelujah and i just want to talk about that a little bit tonight that his power we are kept by his power right now until we get to where we're getting to i thank god we're not where we've been we're not yet where we're going but we're here right now today and we need to know what God is doing every day. 
We need to know how God is working in our life today as his covenant children. I'm telling you, the world has an image of doom and gloom and sick. They want to put that picture in you. But the word gives you a different picture for this space and time. It tells you that God is keeping you. Hallelujah. And when you hear the language of the world, you need to speak back to that. Not me. God's keeping me. Well, we predict the whole season of sickness and death. Not me, brother. If you are a brother. God is keeping me by his power. See, you know, we need to be able to define where our faith is. You know, I was raised, like I said, Pentecostal, and we had, you know, Pentecostal comebacks or sayings or, you know, just things that we would say without really thinking about it. You know, and we would say things like, well, I'm just believing God. Just believing God. Yeah, what are you believing God to do? Can you define that? Can you define your expectation? I think in today's climate, we, it's, it's, it's crucial that we are able to define what we are looking for God to do in our life, what we are expecting him to do every day. And this right here is on the list. He's keeping me by his power. Amen. Amen. Um, go to Daniel chapter 3. And we're just going to look at some really great scriptures tonight that I think are just going to bless you. But I want you to see how God is working in your life now. What God is doing for you every day of your life if you'll believe him. L uh, just put on the screen while you're going over to Daniel 3. Let me read to you some. Galatians 1 in 4. If we could put that on the screen. Hallelujah. We're building our faith in something good. Hallelujah. In God's keeping power. It says in verse 4, who gave himself for our sins. It's talking about Jesus. Look at this. That he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. So look at that. That is something that God is doing in your life today. He is what? Delivering you from this present evil world. Man, I like that. That enables you to get out and live life. Unafraid. Unhindered by all of the fear and things. You know, I'm not going to fuss at people. But, you know, it's amazing to me. You know, we have, you know, people we haven't seen in almost two years. And if you think that the world is going to stop the sowing of the seeds of fear, you've got another thing coming. And we just have to make up our mind whose report are we going to believe? 
Yes, there may be things out in the world that are against you, that are evil, that would like to come upon you. But praise God, there's a God who is greater than any of those things. And His power, according to the Word, is with me to deliver me from this present evil world. Hallelujah! And I'm not just talking about COVID. You've got crime. I mean, you've just got all kinds of things that that tell you, hunker down, quit living, go inside. (laughs) But there's a life to be lived. There's something God has called his church to do. And by faith, we're going to do it. I'm telling you, it takes faith to get out the front door. But when you see these scriptures, that he delivers me. His power is with me, working to do this. From all the evil that's in this world, from all the wickedness that's even in this world. You know, I speak this over my children concerning their minds. We live in an evil, wicked world. You know that word wicked? The word wicked, if you look it up, it, the definition of wicked is to twist. That's where you get um, the word wicker furniture. Wicker comes from the word wicked because it's just wood that's twisted to make the chairs and all that stuff we put outside. And the world is twisted. The world has taken everything that's good and perverted perverted it and tortured it and twisted it. And then they want to put that wicked way of thinking or twisted way of thinking in the minds of our children. But I thank God for the Word. I thank God for the Word which is able to save your soul and deliver a person's soul, deliver my children's soul, and there's also a power that is with them to deliver them from that way of thinking. See, we can claim this in all areas of life because I'm telling you, we are going forward full speed as the people of God. We're not slowing down. We're not retreating. We're not stepping out. We are stepping forward. And we're going to be bold. And we're going to believe God. And we're going to believe in His power that is with us in the midst of everything going on. It may never get any better in the world. In fact, it may get worse. It may be a roller coaster out there. But in the midst of it, God's power is with us, delivering us, keeping us, guarding us, and helping us. Hallelujah. Let me give you another scripture over in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 18. It says, We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one, that twisted one, touches him not. Hallelujah. 
See, the power of God is with you to even keep wickedness or evil from even touching you. But see, all of this happens through faith. What, what does it say in that verse? Go, go to verse 5. 1 Peter 1, 5. Who are kept. We are kept through the power of God. Notice this part. Through faith. Through faith. See, when you release faith in the power of God to keep you, it activates that power. Your faith activates the power of God to keep you. See, God has a part. We have a part. Our part is faith. We are kept by his power through faith. That's why I'm preaching on this tonight. Because we can't get caught up in the language of the world. You don't, you don't get caught up in the fear of the world. You don't ca get caught up in, in their expectation for their life and you start claiming that for yours. You know how many Christians are doing that? You know how many Christians are, are speaking uh, negative and speaking curse and speaking sickness over their lives? Let me tell you something. I, I, Sunday, I was, uh, I was thinking about some of these things. You know, we had our vision Sunday. How many had your vision list and, and you'd written things down on there? And I was just, I was thinking about the importance of that, of, of you know, writing down the vision, making it plain, releasing faith in God over these things. As I was doing that, I thought, you know, I am preparing my future for success by doing this. You know what I mean? I'm prepared. I'm not preparing to fail. I don't have on there, you know, I'm going to lose everything and I'm going to get sick. And No, <laughs> I'm preparing for success by writing these things down and holding them up to the Lord and believing Him on each one. And I got to thinking about that. I thought, this isn't just my agreement with God. This is my agreement with myself. This is my agreement with life. So you've made agreements with yourself. You've made agreements with life. That I'm going to prepare my future for good. I'm going to prepare for success in life. And you can't just speak any old way. If you do, you're making an agreement with life that things can come on you and overtake you. There's, there's a legality part of this. You know, when you study covenant, you understand it a little bit more. That, you know, God, God made covenant, it's legal, it's binding. So are your words. So is your faith. And so we might as well think about these things that when I release things out of my mouth, I am a person, I'm a child of God who's been given dominion. I'm a person that's been given authority. And the only way the devil can get in 
and mess up my life is if I yield up my authority to him. So I'm not going to go around talking that, well, this might happen. You never know. Oh, you just never know. All that religious jargon will let the devil in. Because it's not faith. You are kept by the power of God through faith. Amen? Amen. Let me read another one to you. Uh, well, let me read to you what kept means. The definition of kept, I thought this was so good. It's, it means to be held in one's power or possession. It means to be in one's custody for security or preservation. It means to be preserved from falling or from danger. I love that. Jude talks about how he is, he is able to keep us from falling. That is his power working in our lives. Isn't that awesome? It means to protect, to guard, or to sustain. It means to be taken care of, to be maintained, watched, and guarded. So according to all this, his power is holding you, securing you, preserving you, protecting you, sustaining you, taking care of you, maintaining you, watching you, and guarding you. This is all at work as you believe. This is all at work in your life as you stand and declare this over your life. I am kept by the power of God. That's my escape. Oh, what are you doing to be protected from all the sicknesses out there? I mean, they've got so many. They've got the Omicron. They've got Fluorona. That's the new one. Have you heard that? And I saw a headline, what are you doing to protect yourself? I mean, well, I didn't even know it was out there. I didn't even know it existed. Who knows if it really does? But one thing I do know is I believe I'm kept by the power of God. I believe He surrounds me like a shield. Hallelujah! I believe His power is working in the midst of a world where there's weird things floating around. It ain't coming near me because he said he would take sickness out of my very midst. That's what he said about me. Glory to God. I believe that. And as I believe that, it's working for me. That's my plan. That's what I'm doing to protect myself. I'm trusting God. And believing in his keeping power. Uh, that's, can you put that second slide up there? We're going to get to some good stuff here. This is Psalms 23. You know this. In the New Living Translation, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close 
beside me. You're with me, God. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. So here we see that God is with us ready to respond, ready to act on our behalf and keep us and protect us at all times. Listen, this is why there's such a pull. This is, this is why there's such a pull at your faith. This is why there's such a pull to get you to waver. And I don't think there's a person in this room that in the last two years hasn't had the moment when you woke up and you felt every symptom When the person you hugged the day before sends you a text, I just tested positive. You're thinking I drank it out of the same cup. We went to a family get-together and we were playing left, right, center and playing with those dice and, you know, spitting on them and... We got a group text the next day that five or six of those people that we were spitting on the dice with had. <laughs> so you feel like wavering at times. That's okay. Just get right back into faith. Just start speaking the word. Hallelujah. Say this is, hey, wait, wait, wait. I know what I believe. I, know, I can define it. I can define it. That I'm kept by the power of God. Hallelujah. Um, are you over here in Daniel? Daniel chapter 3. And we'll start in verse uh, 16. This is the story. You know it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Nebuchadnezzar was the king at that time. And he was wicked. He was... <laughs> I mean, threatening them, demanding that they worship these false gods, these false idols. And he was upset that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had uh, come against him and said, no, we're not going to do it. You know, it's interesting that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were going through a trial based off of or because something they believed. And something they refused to compromise about. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of getting the sense that we're going to see more of this in the world. It's amazing how people don't admire us for believing God, <laughs> there's no admiration. For loving God and serving God and believing God's word. The spirit of the world, you know, it, 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 there, there's a hatred. There's a mutual hatred. They hate our God. They're enemies of the cross. They hate his word. They hate his ways. But you know what? God hates their ways too. He doesn't hate them, but he sure hates their ways. 
But I just, I just sense in my heart that there may be more persecution on, you know, in the, in the future for God's kids that stand up and refuse to be intimidated, refuse to compromise. I tell you what, we are bold as a lion. We love truth. We love God's truth. We're unwilling to bend. We're rigid when it comes to the word of God. We're unbending and we're unyielding and they hate us for that. But let me tell you something. For those who will trust God and who will stand for righteousness, we will come out victorious every time, no matter the trial, no matter what it is. And so Nebuchadnezzar told him, he said, if you don't bow, I'm going to throw you in the fiery furnace. This was their response in verse uh, 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered, and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve, look at this, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. Verse 18, but if not... Not if God doesn't deliver us. He said, but if you don't throw us in the fire. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image with which thou hast set up. So you see here that they did something. They put their faith in the delivering power of God. I'm going to tell you that speaks volumes to me. This space and time that we're in, that speaks to me that we can put our faith in the delivering power of God and we can know for certain that He will deliver us. That's why He walks with you every day. That's why He lives so close to you every day. He is right there ready to move. He is right there ready to act in your behalf to guard you and to keep you. Well, the king didn't appreciate that. Didn't like their response. So he told them, we're going to throw you in the furnace. It goes on to say, therefore, in verse 22, we'll drop to verse 22. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace, look at this, exceedingly hot. He got so mad that he had them fire it up seven times hotter. Is it possible that the world is planning to fire it up on the Christians, to fire it up on God's people, to fire it up on the church? Yeah. See, if you think everybody's nice, There's an enemy. There's an enemy to the church. And I'm not surprised if they try to turn it up seven times hotter. But what are we going to do? What are we going to do if they try to do that? What are we going to do if it gets, if, 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 you know, there comes another variant and it's worse than any of them that we've ever seen? We have to believe in the delivering power of God. Notice what it says here. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, 
The flames of the fire slew the men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished. And he rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did we not put three men bound into the midst of the fire? They said, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking around in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. They have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Hallelujah. See, this is what happens. This is what happens when you release faith in God to keep your life, to guard your life, hallelujah, to protect you every day. His power is right there in the midst of the problem, the trial, the fire, the fluorona, the amicron, whatever it might be that's in the midst Right there, God's power is keeping you from being hurt. The trial won't hurt you when His power is there keeping you. See, I think we need to get a picture of this. Being surrounded by a power that keeps. Hallelujah. Verse 26, Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, and he spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth, come out of there. And then they came forth out of the midst of the fire, and the princes and governors and captains and the king's counselors being gathered together, they saw these men upon whose bodies the fire, I love this, had no power, nor was a hair of their head singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. See, when the power of God is with you, the power of whatever it is that's coming against you has no power on you. It has no ability, glory to God, to even singe the hairs on your head. I'm telling you, we are coming into a time where the, the glory of God and the power of God to keep somebody is going to be seen by the world. It already is. You know, we came through, you know, two years of just the country practically being shut down. And you had people losing businesses and people going down, but yet people in the church who at the beginning when all this began to happen, they released their faith in God and say, not me, I'm not going down, I'm not going under, I'm not losing my business, God causes me to increase more and more, me and my children. Who in here increased during COVID? Look at this. And that wasn't because of the government. It was because of a power that was working in your life as you believed. We got a hold of that. 
whether it's finances, whether it's our health, whether it's things out there trying to come in and take our peace or come in and take our family or whatever it is, we got to stand up to it and say, I have a power with me. I have a power that works for me. He's right here. Holy Ghost is right here. He's close to me. He walks with me. He talks with me along life's narrow way. He's with me to deliver me. Hallelujah. Psalms 91. I just want to read that to you real quick. Can I give you just two more scriptures? Oh, praise the Lord. You getting a picture of this on the inside? Isn't it good to know this about your God? That there's a, a God that will keep you. Psalms 91 verse 2. It says, I will say of the Lord... I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. It matters, Christian, what you say. Your words are your faith in action. We believe, therefore we speak. You can't just speak any old thing. And you can't be silent. See, people get in one ditch or the other. Well, I'm just not going to say anything. Well, no, that means you're not releasing faith. Come on now. You know what to say. Get out your Bible. Get out these scriptures. And say, I declare Psalms 91 over my life. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. Verse 3, surely, surely, He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings thou shalt trust His truth. His truth, the word, hallelujah, shall be thy shield and thy buckler. One translation says, he is your circle of protection. I love that. I'm encircled. I'm in the middle of a circle. Of a power that keeps me and protects me. I like verse 5. Thou shalt not be afraid. I think some Christians have forgotten this. Thou shalt not be afraid. Take your shield of faith and quench that fear. Take the word of God and, and quench that fear. You've got a shield. And it's not over your face. We saw somebody the other day outside. They had every mask in the box on and multiple shields. Well, I just don't think you should make fun of that. I'm not making fun of that. We've worn masks. The mask is not the issue. It's the fear. You want to know something greater than COVID? It's the spirit of fear that has come all over the planet. And you don't have a shield of fear. 
You have a shield of faith. Hallelujah. I'm not going to put anybody down for wearing whatever. But wear it in faith. Amen. It's just like taking a pill for something. Take it in faith. But the minute you start taking it in fear, the minute you start doing something in fear, the minute you start getting your booster in fear, You'll be boosted every day. Thou shalt not be afraid. For the terror by night, the arrow that flieth by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday, a thousand shall fall at thy side, 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Why? Because in the midst of everything, he's there protecting me. Only with your eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. Notice that you did it. You did it. Well, how did I do it? With your faith? There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague. Plague. Come nigh thy dwelling. What I'm telling you tonight is take hold of the keeping power of God with your faith. Take hold of it. Take hold of that power that is with you at all times to keep and to protect you. God can only do this through your faith. He can only protect you as you believe. You know, there's a scripture, and you don't have to turn there, but I just want to end with this, 1 Corinthians 2 and 5. It says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Well, they say this, and they say that. Well... You want to know something else? Most of the people that you follow don't believe in your God. They don't even believe there is a God. They believe we came from monkeys or something. I'm just saying, thank God for the good. We've got doctors in this church. We got Dr. Fenema, one of the most humble men I've ever met. Because he is so brilliant and so smart, but he will be the first to tell you there is one that is greater than me. There is one who knows far more than I do, who can do far more for you than what I can do for you. And see, that's where we've got to be. We thank God for the good that man's wisdom, the, the, the good that's come out of it. But ultimately, my faith is not in them. 
What does it say? That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. My faith is in the one that is greater than all. My God is greater than all scientists. My God is greater than all doctors. My God is greater than anybody. And he is with me. He said he would be with me to deliver me. He said in his word he would keep me by his power. I am going to be kept in 2022 no matter what comes. I mean, we, we've, you know, I think Jeremy talked a little bit about it on Sunday. You know, people just have this attitude that life is sitting on them. People come up and talk to me everywhere. I have a sign on my head that says, come talk to me and tell me all about your life. And I had somebody that came up to me and they said, well, you know, I didn't know what 2021 was going to do to me, but man, it just really wrung me out. I guess we'll just have to wait and see what 2022 does to us. I said, not me. Not me. I'm not going to look at this year like it's coming after me. It just made me mad. I thought, I'm coming after it. I'm coming after it. I'm going in with a fire. I'm going in with a plan. I'm going in in faith. I'm going in expecting God to keep me. Hallelujah. No matter if by the thousands they're falling around me, I will stand there untouched. I will stand there in the midst of the adversity with a power that's protecting me and keeping me if I'll just believe it. I thought, you know what? I'm looking forward to this year. How about that, devil? I'm not afraid of the next 12 months. I'm looking forward to them because I'm going to do some damage to the kingdom of hell. Mm. Amen. Well, you shouldn't say things like that. The devil might hear you. I hope he does. Because I'm going to tell you, the church is unstoppable when we believe God. He is the greater one. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't forget it. Hallelujah. Did you get something out of that tonight? We are standing on God's word that we're kept by his power just thank God for it right now just release faith in it right now just say God I thank you that you keep me by your power I'm kept by the power of God I'm protected by the power of God guarded maintained sustained hallelujah you preserve us and keep us by the power that's all around us we're encircled in it we're right in the middle of it everywhere that we go. And we give you praise for the confidence that it gives us. It gives us a confidence about life. It gives us a confidence about living life to the fullest, unafraid. And we praise you tonight that this church 
is going to move forward unhindered and unafraid. Fear will not hold us back. Regardless of what comes, I thank you for the, the boldness of the Spirit and for the peace that your Word brings to us when we read scriptures like this and we know we can see it in our heart your power protecting us your power keeping us that brings such confidence to our hearts and so we just thank you for revealing this to us keeping it fresh at the forefront of our hearts keeping it at the forefront of our mouth to declare and say I'm kept by the power of God Jesus name we give you praise for it and we give you glory for it right now in the mighty name of Jesus